Reflect, a podcast featuring a unique introspection in each episode. In this episode, we hear from Alwaiza Dr. Ashnur Nagji, Clinical Associate Professor on the Faculty of Medicine and Associate Professor in the School of Population and Public Health at the University of British Columbia. Over the next few minutes, Dr. Nagji reflects on how, for her, delivering babies and working in refugee camps has illuminated language as the lever of life. His cry is what we all waited for. And when it came, relief washed over us while the rain pelted against the MSF Médecins Sans Frontières Doctors Without Borders truck. It'd be some time before this baby said his first word, and as much as that moment would be anticipated and celebrated, I looked at this little soul in my hands with sheer wonder and gratitude. He'd tried to arrive on our planet feet first, in the back of a jeep in a remote refugee camp on the border of Congo and Uganda. I'd spent the entire night caring for his mama. She'd said that she didn't speak any English, so given the gravity of the situation, I wondered the ways in which I could communicate across the barrier of not being able to use words we could both understand. As I resorted to charades and sign language, there in, in real time, I felt how language actually levers many of our day-to-day -day interactions. Words are incredibly potent, as if each one is like a little packet of energy each one bringing something to the table. <laughs> like many of us who are baking and exploring new recipes in the kitchen at the moment, I'm learning the importance of curating the right ingredients, much like a painter who's able to use the finest qualities and hues of paint. In that way, I wonder what wonders I could concoct and how I can up the ante, add color, or live in high def just by focusing on how my words can catalyze the way I react, interact, or live my experience. For me, words represent intention, but also become placeholders of aspirations, sometimes both what I want or dream of, but also what I'll end up doing or acting on. In this time where our physical interactions are so much more limited, our words have even more potent potential. Serving on the front lines in today's pandemic, I think of the healthcare emergencies I responded to working with Doctors Without Borders. While I called on innocent, justice, and loyalty, these three nurses were not only my trusted teammates, but perhaps without even realizing it, they inspired me every time I called their name. Even on days where I felt deflated, I'd feel rehydrated, infused with energy and a desire to stand taller and work harder. Yes, simply by calling their names. What someone has called can clearly have a lifetime's worth of work behind it. <laughs> my name, for example, is a homemade hybrid from my dad, Ashraf, which means the great, and my mom, Noor, which means light. So as the great light, 
I know I've got good work ahead of me to be able to embody that one. I hope your name gives you a much lighter agenda in life. Is it just in a name? Or can words really have big impact? I think of my WhatsApp flooded, probably like yours is too, if you have family and friends like mine, with words of inspiration, proverbs, adages from sages. And so, in fact, words do create meanings and memories, not just for lifetimes, but even for generations. If I imagine a word that makes me feel not so great, sickness, poverty, racism, versus one that brings a smile, beach, chocolate, hug. Of course, neurons fire happily if some of them combine, no? I'll meet you at the beach and give you some chocolate and a big hug. Moving from a casual to a more existential perspective, I'm drawn to the Holy Quran where words like ikra, read, and kun, be, have immense, intense, intergenerational implications. Of course, this is true at a personal, communal, and even at a universal level. So selecting word use then moves beyond just semantics. Instead, it's about uploading and teleporting a type of energy, a wish, a creative force. The gravity of this linguistic energy crystallized on that rainy night in Uganda when I was delivering that little baby boy into the world. While it would take some time before he uttered his first word, after he let out that precious cry to signal his safe arrival on the planet, soon after that, his mom began to speak to me in English. Wait, what? You speak English? True story. It turned out she actually spoke basic English, but was rather shy about it. Now, with our shared experience of welcoming her son to the planet, our journey of exchange and dialogue deepened. In the end, in that honor, this devoutly Christian couple graciously named their baby Ashraf. Over the years of the many babies I've delivered, I've thought much about this birth story and how names, words, language can literally lever our lives. In our landscape of lockdown in the context of COVID, the currency of word exchange seems to carry with it a much more potent potential. First, how do we express ourselves and our emotions when we have clear guidance for rigorous physical distancing? In a touchless today, every act of kindness of thought and word will likely have greater impact. And so I ask myself every day, today, who can I call on to connect with, to let them know that there is another on the other side of the street or country or globe that's here for them? This mission to FaceTime video call my peeps and family has actually given me more comfort than I thought. After all, this is the usual paradox of Seva. More often, we get way more from it than we give. Second, the virus's silver lining. 
perhaps this is the time for us all to really re-examine our lives and relationships, be it with ourselves or others, ones that we are closest to or those that we have lost track of, who have become faint in our minds and memories. Is this the time when we pull out the simple yet possibly profound words of sorry or thank you? I often think of the countless tales, Hollywood, Bollywood, and yeah, even the ones my mom and aunties retell, where a conversation, a simple flow of dialogue and sharing of soul and spirit, can actually alter and align things that have lingered for perhaps a little too long. Every sentence, paragraph, every email, text, snap, or WhatsApp offers opportunities for us to up the ante for how we interact with ourselves and others. Maybe the happier, deeper, more connected and satiated moments of our lives are not an entire world away, but rather just one word away. fresh episodes of The Reflect, visit our website at the.ismiley slash The Reflect. Did you know The Ismiley now has a podcast? You can find this series along with much more by searching for The Ismiley Podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Just subscribe for new episodes.